Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 754, for Wednesday, February 5th, 2022. This is the BGG Page Views edition. Re-entering the top 20 up 3 from last week, Brass, Birmingham, by Matt Tolman, Martin Wallace, and Gavin Brown, published by Roxley Games, with 14,798 views. That is, a decline of 2,121, or 13%, and is more than 4,000 fewer than last week's number 20, and yet it moves up three spots. Even as I've been anticipating, overall page view totals are down this week. Uh, In fact, we only have six games that increased in views, as opposed to 14 that lost. And that mark for the number 20 game is the fewest views we've seen since January 1st. Climbing 5 to 19, Scythe by Jamie Stegmeier, published by Stonemeyer Games, with 15,147, 349 more than brass, a decline of 8%. Down 2 to 18, Cascadia by Randy Flynn, published by Flat Out Games, with 17,375, 2,200 more than Scythe, but a decline of 13%. Now that big gap between those two enables is what enabled Brass to climb 3 on a 13% gain, whereas Casc- or decline rather, whereas Cascadia lost 2 on a similar 13% decline. Uh, you remember several weeks ago, uh, oscillating between 16 and 18 for, I don't know, it was like seven weeks, was brass. Well, now Cascadia is doing exactly the same thing. And for the fifth consecutive week, it has been either 16 or 18. Climbing 5 to 17, Wingspan by Elizabeth Hargrave, published by Stonemeyer Games with 17,000 388, 13 more than Cascadia, and a decline of 3.5%. Moving back up 2 to 16, Root by Cole Worley, published by Leader Games, with 17,490, 102 more than Wingspan, only 115 more than Cascadia, a decline of 11%. Down 1 to 15, La Granja, Deluxe Master Set, by Andreas Odendahl and Mikael Keller, published by Board and Dice, with 17,742, 252 more than Root, a decline of 14%. So less than 400 views separates those games from 15 through 18. After two weeks at number 19, climbing back up five where it was three weeks ago to number 14, Everdell by James A. Wilson, published by Starling Games with 18,859, 1,100 more than Lagranja, a decline of 3%, and yet moves up five spots. That's our third five-position gain on a decline. After popping into the top 10 for a week, last week at number 2, down to 13 this week, Marvel Zombies, 
by Michael Chennault and Fabio Curie, published by Kaman, with 19,768. 909 more than Everdell, a decline of 52%, our largest decline within the top 20. Moving back up 1 to 12, Gloomhaven, by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games, with 20,036, 268 more than Marvel Zombies, and a decline of 16%. Also after spending one week in the top 10, down 6 to 11, The Lord of the Rings, the card game, revised corset, by Nate French, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with 20,064, only 28 more than Gloomhaven, and a decline of 34%. There are three, four new entries, rather, in the top 10. The ones falling out are from 5 to 11, the revised core set of Lord of the Rings, from 2 to 13, Marvel Zombies, from 3 to 29, Total War, Rome, and from 4 out of the top 100, Legacy of You. I want to note one other thing going on in the top 30, Libertalia, Winds of Geocrest, manages to reach all the way up to number 28 after just one day of data gathered. Our first new entry is in at number 10, returning after 56 months away. So the last time it was here was May 24th, 2017, and charting for only the second time at number 10, Outlive, by Gregory Oliver published by La Boite de Joux, with 20,533, 469 more than uh, Lord of the Rings, the card game, uh, only 497 more than Gloomhaven, and more than 6,000 fewer than last week's number 10. Again, uh, all of that spike in page views has finally gone away. That is the fewest views for number 10 since November 27th. The theme of Outlive is a post-apocalyptic survival and resource management game and likely has made it all the way back here after several years because of a Dice Tower Top 100 of All Time list, one of its contributors there. Re-entering after just a week away, last week number 11, this week up 2 to 9, Terraforming Mars by Jacob Vixelius, published by Stronghold Games, with 21,362, 829 more than Outlive, a decline of 16%. After two weeks at number 9, moving up 1 to 8, Marvel Champions, by Michael Boggs, Nate French, and Caleb Grace, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with 22,846, almost 1,500 more than Terraforming Mars, but a decline of 15%. Rebounding back up 3 to 7, where it was two weeks ago, Lost Ruins of Arnak by Min and Elwin, published by Czech Games Edition with 22,860. 14 more than Marvel Champions, and a decline of 14%. After two weeks at number 8, climbing 2 to 6, Arkham Horror, the card game, by Nate French and Matthew Newman, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with 23,781, 921 more than Lost Ruins of Arnak, but a decline of 
Also rebounding back up to, to five, Spirit Island by R. Eric Royce, published by Greater Than Games with 25,777, nearly 2,000 more than Arkham Horror, a decline of only 10%. Number five is the highest position Spirit Island has reached since December 11th, almost two months ago, when it was number four. Rebounding back up to to four, so these uh, last three games have all been in lockstep. They were in the same positions last week, six, seven, eight. This week they are four, five, six. Dune Imperium by Paul Denon, published by Direwolf, with 30,841, 5,000 more than Spirit Island, and a gain of 3.2%. So I said earlier there were six gains. There are actually only five. The first of them was Outlive. The other four are in the top four. One of those, debuting at number three, Final Girl by A.J. Porfirio and Evan Derrick, published by Van Ryder Games, with 34,852. 4,000 more than Dune Imperium, and a gain of more than double what it had last week. Final Girl is a re-implementation of Hostage Negotiator, which was released in 2015 and currently ranked outside the top 1,000 on BoardGameGeek. It's a one-player game and has a horror movie theme, uses dice and cards, and is a one-player game. Our highest new entry is at number two, returning after more than a year away and charting for the sixth time, Dwellings of Eldervale by Luke Laurie, published by Breaking Games with 39,082. Also more than 4,000, better than its competitor, Final Girl. Dwellings of Eldervale is, quote, an epic worker placement game set in a once-lost magical world, unquote. Mechanisms include area control, engine building, and unique workers. It's Kickstarter-funded with over $500,000 back in July of 2019. Uh, its previous run on the chart was when it was shipping to backers. Now there is discussion about a reprint, but I think, again, the main reason it's here is due to its appearance on a Dice Tower Top 100 list. So, at number one, for the eighth consecutive week, Arc Nova by Matthias Vigi, published by Capstone Games with 59,346, 20,000 more than Dwellings of Eldervale, and a gain of 4.4%. In fact, 59,000 plus is Arc Nova's highest page view total in this eight-week run, and it becomes only the 12th game ever to spend so many weeks at number one. And as I'm sure you noticed, it has more than 50,000 views again. So it surpasses Root's mark, which was set in uh, mid to late 2018, of seven consecutive weeks over 50,000. The last time you have to you find a game that had eight weeks or more over 50,000, you have to go back to Gloomhaven during its juggernaut run from October 2017 to April of 2018, over more than six months. It's 27 weeks total, actually. It had more than 50,000 views every week. And 
That's where it had it hit its peak mark of like 180,000 something views. Many of those weeks it had over 100,000. So Arc Nova has come in second, and I cannot possibly believe that it will surpass Gloomhaven's mark. Still, a very impressive run. For Saturday, February 5th, 2022.